0: Hey folks, Mark Maron here. We've got a special show today. It's kind of an interesting show. It's a road show I did when I was in San Antonio, Texas with my buddy Lucas Melandes. We just grabbed the mics and we went out into San Antonio over a couple of days and did some stuff. We went to a conjunto music festival. We went to the Alamo. We talked to uh, homeless prophets. It's just sort of uh, it's a road trip show and I hope you like it. So let's move on into the show. Again, San Antonio road trip with Lucas Melandes.
1: Lock the gate!
0: Are we doing this? Really? Wait for it. Are we doing this? Wait for it. wow What the fuck? WTF. And it's also, eh, what the fuck? What's wrong with me? It's time for WTF. What the fuck? With Mark Maron. Alright, so all right, what the fuckers. This is Mark Maron. This is WTF. We are in uh we're doing that thing what I do in the car. Up, uh, trying to get organized. Are oh, you got enough rope there? Yeah, I enough think I'm good. line. Uh I am in San Antonio, Texas. We are uh both Lucas Melandez and I. Melandez? Melandez? Melandez. Melandez? Yeah, that works. I, I like to pronounce it with a little more Latino accent. <laughs> Melandez. It's we're going there though, I think. Yeah, this is it. This is what it's about, man. We are going to, uh... well, hopefully, you know, if my phone tells me the right direction. Oh, shit. How come every fucking podcast I do has to have that sound in it? All right. San Antonio, Texas. Let me give you what's going I'll try to lay out what's going on. Lucas and I are playing at uh, the LOL Laugh Out Louds. Is that how you pluralize that? I don't think there's an S. I think it's just Laugh Out Loud Comedy Club. Okay, Laugh Out Loud Comedy Club, very clever. It's this huge box of a room, that actually the colors I don't mind, but the size of it is daunting. The ceilings are very high, it's like performing in a movie theater. And it's got a very strange beaded curtain behind it. I can't even explain it, it's more like a screen. It's a very odd design. But I have to be honest, It's it's lighted properly. It's lit properly, and we look good up there. It's just very hard to feel that
2: the place has people in it, right? It feels like you're on display like a piece of art that not everybody's going to get
0: well that's exac well that's a you just made it sound like a pleasant experience <laughs> I guess it was okay last night. I'm not a- sure that we needed to do the uh chicken fried steak thing at one in the morning. That seemed like a good idea before, but I, well, it was it was I, but what is wrong with my brain? I'm thinking and then he ordered this is the small steak, so they st- bring out this chicken fried steak the size of a fucking frisbee covered in white gravy. I got the mashed potatoes and the fried okra, which there was no way that was going to be fresh, but I didn't give a shit. And then I ordered onion rings on top of it. Oh my God. If I burp now, I taste that shit. All right. This is like how many hours later? It's one, it's 12 hours later and I'm fucked. How do you feel about it?
2: I, uh, I feel like I'd been punched in the stomach when I woke up.
0: Yeah. But do you ever get that feeling like, well, maybe this is just, this is including breakfast. Like when you eat at that hour, it's like breakfast is covered.
2: Yeah, no, my stomach is still weak. I, I, feel like I, I don't know, like I'm recovering from the flu at this point. Oh boy, that's bad. Yeah. So it wasn't a good experience for you. No, I really enjoyed it. I mean, I it was, I didn't realize I was still eating it as I was eating it, and I didn't realize I had only eat like a third of it. Only a third of the chicken fried steak frisbee. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a yard of meat. Yeah. Well, I'd like to say that both Lucas and
0: I are not carrying guns. Uh we are in San Antonio. I feel like we should be carrying guns. There was a gentleman at the show last night who had a cowboy hat. Turns out he was in the army. That was a pretty good riff experience. We got a lot out of him. I found out, you know, he was in the army. He was not a real cowboy. Uh he was just dating that woman. His grandmother was from Korea. He'd been to Iraq twice and Georgia once and he was at the uh at the airport in Ireland briefly. That's a lot to learn when you're on stage. Just from a cowboy hat. Yeah, and I think we did all right with it. <laughs> But the agenda today, in an effort to get out and be amongst the people, to be people of the people, I thought it'd be a good idea to go to the Tejano Cajunto Festival, which is, uh, today we got free passes from my buddy Hector. It's always good to have a guy named Hector who will give you free passes to a Tejano Cajunto Festival. Is that how you say it? Cajunto? Conjunto. Conjunto. I think so. It's that music. It's that music that I grew up with, not even being Latino. I grew up in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and at my brother's old car, the Oldsmobile, only had an AM radio in it, and sometimes I would drive it around, because uh, as I got older, it was that car that was left. You know, I'd have the family, sometimes there's a car that no one drives anymore, except it's there if you need it. Have you ever had that?
2: Yeah, the one that may not start.
0: Right, that one. That was my brother's old car, it was this piece of shit, but like, I'd come home, from uh, wherever college or, or uh, when I was living out in Boston or whatever, and that car would be available to me, and all it had was that AM radio in it, and there was always at least two stations that you would cross over. You'd be you'd be rolling that dial, and <laughs> it'd lock in and just blast out accordions, and it was always very refreshing. There were times where I would only listen to that music when I was in New Mexico because it makes you feel good. Now I don't know much about it. I know it's traditional to uh, southwestern states comes up from mexico is a mixture between uh some traditional mexican music and some of the influence that european settlers brought here uh vis-a-vis germany and i know there's some other uh settlers i'm not clear on the history of this and i've discussed this on the podcast before but they infuse that polka and that accordion and i don't know if it's a thing or what i don't know what we're getting into of course there's that bit of uh racially biased nervousness that I experience
2: I'm experiencing it too because I don't ever I, I kind of walk the line between both eth- ethnicities I'm half white half Mexican but I've never committed to either one I know but you look kind of Mexicany. but that's where they, they will uncover like then I'm really not one of their own when they find out that I don't know what I'm talking about
0: yeah I can understand that happening but I mean but you're not you're not you're, you're sort of a, you look kind of like a 1974 <laughs> uh, Mexican like, yeah, I've gotten the Freddie Prince Senior before. Yeah, Freddie Prince, that's good. that's good. That's good. That's sort of where we're headed. So, well, I mean, you can. I'm wearing my my gay shorts. And the, the jorts. Uh, well, they're they're these Levi cutoffs that I actually bought cut off. Are you are you having a hard time driving? And I'm talking? all right. I'm all right. I mean, it's not worth dying for. <laughs> I'm, I'm I believe in this cause though. All right, you grew up in
2: Texas. I grew up in Austin. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's like a different country. Pretty much, yeah. Once you leave that area, you you kind of leave the bubble and you realize you're not inoculated. I've called uh, Austin a hipster Alamo. There's a bunch of hipsters there defending
0: Austin from the rest of Texas.
2: Yeah, I can see that. And then there's also the uh, the old hippies that live there that that just want to play Frolf. Frolf? Frisbee golf. No, they don't. Yeah, there's uh, the Austin is one of the biggest Frolf uh, meccas. Austin is a Frolf mecca? I believe so, yeah that's the first time I've heard both of those things <laughs> it's the first time I've ever heard of froth I've it's the first time I've ever said that I never it's one of those things we keep to our own I would keep that to my own too yeah
0: I uh, might cut it out of the podcast.
2: <laughs> I mean just the word froth is well, embarrassing well if people come and uh, hear this they're gonna want to come and play froth and then uh, who's to blame oh my god
0: if I have any froth fans out in my audience which is completely possible uh, please contact me and we'll try to discuss your problem <laughs> why am I condescending froth I don't know it's just
2: uh, it sounds like a, it sounds like a muppet
0: Frolf. It, d- it sounds like a lot of things, none of them good. <laughs> it sounds like the uh, some th- some sort of uh, wizard adjunct in a science fiction movie. Frolf. We have to go speak to Frolf. <laughs> the high lord Frolf. Right. Well, he's not a high lord. He's like a, he's like a Yoda or some sort of uh, He keeps his eye in a jar. Yeah, yeah. He's a secondary uh, <laughs> He can see through with mystical ju- being, yeah. the Frolf. <laughs> you know, you have to bring something for Frolf to eat or he may eat you. That kind of thing. You're not a, a benevolent wizard force, but may maybe more of an elf. Which one are we doing? Oh, we're going. We're staying on uh, four ten. Uh, wait, shit. Wait. Ah, shit. Uh, now we're now we're not. We're on the ten though. Wait. We are. We're oh still, no, we're, we're good. I ten east. Uh, east. Okay, perfect. Oh, that worked yeah. out. Yeah. God damn, these roads here are ridiculous. <laughs> There's more freeway layering. Every, I mean, who put all this money? into making it confusing. I mean, I've lived in huge cities and I've never seen anything like this. Just
2: complete spaghetti everywhere. Bridges upon bridges of freeway madness. I think it, I think it was they didn't expect the town to have an explosion in size and, and that's not a fat joke. But Well, God, it? what about that? <laughs> what about the fat situation
0: here in San Antonio? And the dumb situation. Well, we discussed that last night. Okay. Perhaps that doesn't make uh, acceptance for uh, uh, immigrants who may not know the language and they're not dumb yeah. they just don't know uh, so I don't know if that, but the fat thing is definitely out of control hey look, another mall well anyways, I'm very excited to go to this thing, I don't know if we'll be able to bring the recorder in, I'll try um, they're going to think you're bootlegging some conjunto music, that's what I'm thinking but uh, but maybe if we say that uh, the force of Frolf is with us <laughs> we'll be able to pull it off but uh, I'm, I'm fascinated with conjunto music to the point where I think I've talked about it twice on this fucking podcast, and I don't know anything about it. Maybe we can learn something about it while we're there. But I'm not getting the sense that this is going to be a historical outing. I, I get the sense that it's going to be some sort of retro Latino fucking block party. Is are there hipsters in that in that community? I do believe that there are Latino hipsters in the conjunto community. That's what I'm gleaning. How do we uh, how do we figure out which ones those are? I'm thinking there's going to be some. Uh, White beater tees, okay. Some severely, I got uh, you know, grease back hair. Maybe some fedoras. Uh, some some chino action. A lot of chinos. You know the pants.
2: Yeah, a lot of pachucos. The guys who uh, sit in the chair on the lawn chair. Right, but
0: I'm thinking younger versions. Young yeah. version of pachuco. Let's go to Cooper's Barbecue today. Are we heading towards? Uh, that I don't know. The New Van Buelis or whatever it's called I have to check the runes when we go Frolfing are we throwing the runes yeah let's wait till we get to Frolf did we bring anything for him to eat uh, that, maybe we should get barbecue and bring it to Frolf and I then th- throw the runes with him <laughs> I think you would figure out where the barbecue <laughs> the place is the eight sided dice the eight sided but then we're gonna know where the barbecue place is yeah look we're going to the Rosedale Park to the Conjunto Festival hopefully everything will be alright thank you Hector gracias
2: Hector for the free passes essay, can I say that? Is that racist? Yeah, I know. Yeah, you're, you're with me. You're cool. All right.
0: Hey, I don't mean to interrupt, but I just wanted to tell you the music you're hearing on this episode is by the Bolero Brothers. You can check them out on Facebook or catch them at Mr. Villa Mexican Restaurant in Seattle every second and fourth Monday of the month. That's the Bolero Brothers, and we thank them for letting us use their music for this episode. All right, so dude, we're in it. We just got off at Calubra Ave, whatever that means. I don't think I'm not I'm not nervous in a, in a, it's not ra- racist to be, you know, excited in a nervous way about being in another ethnic community, right? Bro? Well, I mean, you want to you want to be keep it real
2: so that people Yeah, like,
0: but you're all you're all brown and shit. I mean, how am I going to keep it real? I'm all, I'm only going to look like the guy who's like, "Hey, what's up, man? I really enjoy your culture."
2: Yeah, you're more gawking at it. You're like a trained No, I'm not gawking guy. at I, it. I, I don't. I don't know. Maybe I'm starting to feel the history coming up through me, and I'm kind of. You're tapping into the yeah. uh, Sangre de Chicano. Yeah, I saw a lot of these guys wearing the, the jean shorts a second ago. And oh, I, that means I'm cool. Yeah, you're trying to. Uh, what does it? What does it uh, take? Our culture. You're trying to annex that lifestyle into yours. Right, I'm Paul Simoning it. Yeah, <laughs> and I think they they you reek of. Uh, they're gonna smell over the the face meat. They're gonna smell your. Your attempts to uh, ingratiate. Look, piñatas. You can get piñatas and confetti
0: eggs right there. <laughs> Maybe we can go to a botanica and get some candles. And some barbacoa. Yeah, whatever that is. Cut uh, up menudo. Oh, I, dude, we're in it. I like handmade signs. <laughs> Look at that. Is that parliament? Miracoles de Jueves.
2: <laughs> is that parliament? <laughs> handmade tamales, dude. Uh, it's man. a whole shack of them. You know what, man? Like, after a uh, Catholic church and uh, I like, my parents would buy, they would have these uh, bazaars, and they would sell tamales. Yeah. And my parents bought a bunch one time, and I was really hungry, so I made, like, seven. I put them on the plate. Uh, I, the first one I bit into, first bite, I bit into something hard. It was a tooth. No! Swear to God. They they take, I. that's the first time, and I was like, I found a tooth in my tamale, and I found out they put the face meat, the hog's face, into the grinder, like, the traditional families will do these, and they'll sell them. And there's no health codes for them, so... Oh man! So is that? I guess there's two ways to look at that: disgusting or good luck. Authentic. Did I you mean, keep that tooth? Is it on your keychain? I, I had it. I wore it on a necklace for a while. That's it. S-A. Got, that's how you get into Six Flags in the summer <laughs> in San Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> the Tamaulihox <hog's> tooth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The High Lord Frolf likes to, Or the benevolent Frolf loves the uh, <laughs> the benevolent Frolf of Six Flags. Unlike his evil brother, whenever I go LARPing, it really kicks in are you from uh, never mind LARPing LARPing live action role playing oh no
0: dude let's pull back from the fucking fantasy world we are in the barrio
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna drop you off at Smiley's house and leave you there like training day <laughs> <laughs> no, no dude that's what it's felt like hanging out with with Mark all week or this past couple of days it's training day oh come on <laughs> you're telling me that oh turn
0: left on Texas turn left says. okay
2: now ah. my map went away this fucking program is shitty even the maps don't want to work out here. Oh Jesus Christ! I shouldn't have said that. Sorry. Wait. Here. Westminster oh, Avenue. Man, it's all fucked up, dude. All right. What, should we turn around?
0: I don't know. I don't know where we are. What does this say? I'm gonna turn around. This yeah. is.
2: I feel it. I can feel the blood of my people telling me which way to go.
1: Oh. Like dude, the Call of
2: the Wild.
0: I know what's gonna happen. We're gonna get there, and you're gonna be like, you yeah, know, I didn't bring the gringo. I'll
2: have a bandana on in 10 minutes, in a like leather fringe. Don't take me to Smiley's house, man <laughs> Don't worry, this area's been gentrified, I think I never had my shit pushed in, in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I need to have do that still, conversation Do you still have that little girl's wallet that you saved? I hope so Because, <laughs> <laughs> man, if I'm going to end up in a bathtub with a shotgun in my face
0: <laughs> I better have the kid's wallet or I'm fucked Oh, God That was actually, I think, in Echo Park Was it? In Los oh. Angeles. oh, nice It's right down the street from me Whoa Yeah, these roads are a little sketchy. Yeah, well, why don't they fix them? Because this is where the poor people live. Is there any justice? No. I just hope that, like, as we approach this, we hear those fucking uh, accordions and shit. We need to. Can we have a safe word for today? (laughs) What? Like, uh, let's get the fuck out of here, dude. Yeah, yeah. Let's just uh, (laughs) just uh, (laughs) you running off. (laughs) The safe word. Oh, there it is. Right, take a left. Oh, yeah, sweet. It, there's a little hand-painted sign that says "Tahano Conjunto Festival. Ah, oh, fuck, dude, I'm excited. We're going to have to switch to handheld. Oh, come on. Take it easy, man. It's an all-day event. I'm in a hurry to get to, to hear the... Bah, 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 Oh, yeah. This is it. All day of that, Lucas. How do you feel? Is something going on inside of you?
2: Talk yeah, me, there's, a, there's a part of me that's afraid to, to talk because... And this is something I've wrestled with. I don't go to authentic Mexican restaurants very often because I don't have good pronunciation. What do you mean? If I order something, I have to point to it on the menu because yeah. if I try to say... The other night we had the Poblano pepper the Rayano. I don't know how to say it still. Rayano. Yeah. And I just, I don't like being shunned. Shunned? You yeah. think you're being shunned? Yeah, I just feel like I, it, it's, I stick out like a sore thumb. Yeah. And um, like where I grew up, I, I was a small predominantly white town, so there was no reason to learn Spanish. And I kind of regret it now, but not, not at this moment specifically, but just in general as an adult, it'd be nice. Do you find anything enchanting about
0: this music? I'm not saying it's a Mexican, but I don't know why it resonates with me. It always seems so uplifting. There's
2: no there's no pretension to it. It's just music for the sake of expressing yourself. You can't be pretentious when you're holding an accordion, I don't think. You know, I think that there are some white people that could figure out a way. <laughs> Maybe Weird Al, but he seems like a good guy. No, he's not pretentious.
0: But I'm, I'm sure that, I don't know, I, we'll keep our, look at this, man. I'm so fucking glad we did this. I never do this. And this doesn't feel menacing at all.
2: No, uh, it feels like community. It feels like
0: exactly. if, if, if
2: there was the apocalypse tomorrow and this was all that survived,
0: yeah. this would be all right with me. I'd, I'd imagine I'd get tired of the music eventually. <laughs> They'd want to mix it up a little bit. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't be able to stop myself from saying, dude, let's let's lose the polka beat and swing it a little bit.
2: That's when you would get uh, ostracized by the community. They would, you'd be, be outside the fence. He's it. the
0: outsider, the one that wanted to break into a 4-4 four four beat Yeah, you'd... and play some blues. <laughs> I really wish that I uh, I understood the language at least a little bit. Maybe
2: it's one of those things where it's more pretty because you don't. I mean, it's
1: a romance yeah. language, in right? my
0: Yeah, in my
2: mind, they're just saying,
0: I love you, why'd you leave, let's dance. You're mean to me, but I still <laughs> love you.
2: If you yeah, if you could have your act translated into Spanish, it would probably be a very heartfelt... I would love to have my act translated into Spanish.
0: What, look at all this food they got. They got the standard funnel cakes. Gorditas, that's not standard. Sausage tacos. Not familiar with that. Corn on the cob I like. Mini tacos. There's any tamales? Mini fajitas. I thought oh turkey legs. That's a that's a fucking This is a leg. very
2: grassroots feel to it too. Like everything it looks like it's been handmade.
0: I just bought my buddy Brendan's baby a gift. It's weird when some a friend of yours has a baby and all of a sudden you feel like I'm gonna buy baby presents. This is just the opening band. I think there's going to be like 10 bands today. There's some people polka-ing.
2: I was expecting also like the uh, mariachi style. I don't know if that's in line with this.
0: I think it's a little different, isn't it? I mean, it's sort of similar, but there's a little more swing to this or something. I wish I knew more about it. Maybe, a, I wonder if there's somebody we could speak to. I bet you that guy over by the books would know more about it.
2: The guy that we just bought it from? Yeah. Yeah, he probably would. They, uh, also one thing I noticed A guy touched me a well while ago And I was wondering they, You saw the shirt that said oho The yeah, evil eye The evil eye You yeah. know about that No If uh, somebody looks at a baby And they stare at them For too long They have to touch the baby Because they feel like It steals the spirit of the child I'm not making that up So that's a I should buy the kid That shirt too Yeah And then Anytime So if you see an older person Touching a baby It's because of that Really?
0: Yeah Not because it likes the baby But because it doesn't want to steal the baby's soul
2: I think it's that I mean, you can correct me I mean, people can correct it But I think that's what it is I mean, I'm not too familiar with it But that's what I've heard We should get some We should talk to some people That know what the fuck they're talking about Yeah, maybe, yeah Shouldn't we? Yeah, and it's weird too Because I don't want to feel like we're gawking at their You know, at that that world, but I grew up with this, man I'm legit What? my, my, (laughs) My dad's wife's Latino, bro Wait, when was that? Did you just call me bro? Yeah, I say. <laughs> yeah, I am gonna descend myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, Vato. Yeah, right on, bro. I, uh, the, um, no, my, uh, why? Well, you know, I grew up in the northwest valley of Albuquerque, New Mexico. I have
2: some, I have some creds, but yeah,
0: my, my mom, uh, my stepmother is Latino. What
2: what is there? Uh, what do they? What is that defined by? In that culture is that more of an art community or is that? Which? A, in in Mexico? No, it's like this. Okay. I mean, it's not quite as Texan,
0: obviously. There seems to be a little bit of difference in, uh, you know, a lot of lowrider culture. Yeah. Do you get that here?
2: Uh, I believe so, but that's like there's a distance between this and the lowrider culture. I don't think lowrider culture would come to this.
0: No, their parents would. Yeah, their parents <laughs> would, yeah.
2: It, it's uh, You have to yeah. learn to appreciate this kind of stuff.
0: But you grew up with it. It's sort of like when you're, 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 you grew up in a, like I to imagine some people here, their parents grew up listening to, george jones and tammy Wynette, and now yeah, my dad too. oh
2: really waylon jennings and right. all those guys
0: but but the second generation country they're like that's my dad's music it was but then the hipster generation is like that's gonna, the good shit yeah
2: yeah i'm surprised there aren't more hipsters here because they'll, like, they'll come yeah with the with the food here i'm sure
0: god i wonder if we could find somebody to talk to us a bit about the music a lot of cowboy hats dude i are gonna go look for an interview
3: So your name is Juan? Juan Tejeda, that's right. Now tell me a little bit about this Tejano Conjunto Festival here in San Antonio. Well, we're celebrating the 30th anniversary of the Tejano Conjunto Festival here in San Antonio. And um, this year, we have about five, six days of different activities. We started with a a senior's conjunto dance, a workshop that we presented the new Roland Digital Accordion, Uh and then um, a Conjunto Music Hall of Fame night with celebrating 30 years of inductees into the Conjunto Music Hall of Fame, Thursday at the Guadalupe Theater, and then three days here at Rosedale Park with 25 of the best Conjunto bands.
0: Now, that's amazing. Now, what is the the history of Conjunto? Because I find it enchanting and it moves me. I don't understand Spanish, but the sound of it is so unique. How did it evolve?
3: Well, actually, it was um, a synthesis of the um, German-European button accordion, the diatonic accordion when the German settlers came over here to Texas and northern yeah. Mexico, brought the squeeze box with them. Yeah. The Mexicans like the sound, you know, the Polka was sweep, sweeping the world in the mid to late 1800s, and that, that Polka came from Poland with the German settlers yeah. and we adopted uh, the, the German... Uh, Button an accordion, and then when we combined it with a Spanish-Mexican bajo sexto guitar, which is a 12-string bass rhythm guitar, that was the beginning of a new original American musical ensemble and style of music that we created here, the Mexicans in Texas, that we now call Conjunto Music. And Conjunto means what exactly? Conjunto, just um, in Spanish, just means band or group, yeah. but here in South Texas and throughout other parts, Conjunto has come to be associated with the button accordion, uh-huh. conjunto music. Uh-huh. So you can say I play in a conjunto band, yeah. and we understand that it's a button accordion band, or I play conjunto music, right? So yeah. it's a style in the band also. Now,
0: what is the social, uh, the community outreach that you're doing? It seems that there's a lot of high school kids, and you're talking about college and uh, about uh, community uh, functions. What What is the organization that you do?
3: Well... Every year, you know, since I've, I've coordinated the festival there, I, I always included uh, a student recital of conjunto Music because we've offered classes in accordion and bago sexto. And now we have various programs here in San Antonio, in the valley. I started the first conjunto Music program at the college, university level in the nation right here on the south side of San Antonio at Palo Alto College, where I teach. I'm mm-hmm. a professor of music in Mexican-American studies. And uh, we present these students... Uh, some as young as six, seven years old that are studying accordion here in recital at the Tejano Conjunto Festival from all parts. That's yes. great, and
0: the, and the music's popularity is still strong.
3: The music has always been a very important part of our culture and very, very strong amongst, amongst our people. And um, now with the classes, I think, uh, and reaching out to the young folks because it used to be a very m- m- much maligned music. You know, and the accordion in general is yeah, a yeah. much maligned <laughs> instrument, man. Is <laughs> yes, right. Yeah. Uh, so we've, we've been changing that little by little, especially amongst our young people. Now it's becoming cool to play accordion, you know. Oh, that's and great. We come, you can play anything on that screen. You can play <laughs> rock and roll, you can play blues, you can play country, you know, and you can. Yeah, oh yeah. And so we've been changing the attitudes over these last 30 years about our music. You well,
0: know? That, well, that's a hell of a project to, to reinvent and re-engage the world with the accordion.
3: Absolutely, man. The world, I think, is just beginning really to take notice of our music again it's a fusion it's a synthesis it's like We've, jazz it's a completely it is, original a completely american original music. original american music and style uh and we integrate various international influences you know the colombian cumbia the cuban bolero which are very much a part of our repertoire the polka from the polish german yeah. people and we do now Reggae, conjunto, rap—you <laughs> yeah. know, yeah, yeah, yeah—we're yeah. we're combining with jazz, blues, country. We we throw it all out there. Man. Well, that's awesome, man! Thanks for
0: talking to me, Juan. Thank you, appreciate it. Man. Great time here at the at the at the park today. Nice Thank to you. meet you, man. Likewise. You want
2: to get some barbecue, Lucas, or what? Yeah, I'm down for some barbecue. I think uh, there's a lot of great food here, too, but... I just had a fucking brisket taco, dude. Yeah, and some corn. We had some... uh... Yeah, corn on the cob. Oh, man, I mean...
1: I don't know, I gotta... I hear that Cooper's
0: Barbecue is the place to go. But don't you get that thing where you're at a band thing like this, and you're like, but maybe this band's gonna fucking...
2: Well, the last guy was like Hendrix on the accordion. I think he was
0: fucking jam. really made it his own, man. And he's he's
2: like seventeen. How old is he?
0: I think he was like seventeen or eighteen years old, and his dad was playing the bass.
2: I, saw, I love seeing people who just love what they do. Look at the size of that guy. The accordion looks like a fucking candy bar. Yeah, it's like Darth Vader's chess box.
3: <laughs> it's huge. <laughs>
0: Well, that was cool, man.
2: Yeah, that was a lot of uh, a lot of good cultural fun.
0: I feel like I was being really racist. Just by being there? Or? No, coming down here and making all these judgments. I mean, it's just... It's sort of a, a small subculture that represents the community. Is this Calubra? No. That, Next one. Uh, but, you know, it's sort of an esoteric undertaking. Of the guy. It's like... Uh, even within the Latino community here, it's a small event, and... And that type of music only—it's sort of old-timey, and it's not that cool. Uh, And uh, to me, it just—it really brings back these moments of my childhood, of this living in New Mexico in that car, but just the the sound of it. I start—I teared up. I don't even know what it is about the sort of uh, yearning in uh, in the sound of the vocals and the in the the music
2: when it's a slow number, like a waltzy kind of number. There's definitely like an innocence to it, you know. I, I, my grandparents on my mom's side were the the Mexicans. They were they were, they came from Mexico. Yeah. And so I I wasn't aware of it growing up in the town I grew up in. But when I visited them, their world was completely different. But it just felt sort of like a part of because it was my mom's side. So I got, I kind of got a better idea of who she was. But I was yeah. a kid and I didn't understand that. Now I hear it and it brings back the nostalgia of that. It does, right? Yeah. It's just, it's, I don't want to call it simpler, but for me it was a simpler time, and so it brings back a simpler time. Yeah, with me it's like I, I
0: think that whatever my own cultural identity is, whenever I'm around um, a cultural event that, that is so defined and has its own style and sound and uh, you know, people dressing a certain way, I, I always envy the unity of it. I don't feel like I ever had that. I mean, you don't go to temple when you're a kid as a Jew and go, "Man, this, this is great." Boy, am I happy
2: to be part of this. Yeah, I'm really experiencing a part of my life I'm going to well, look fondly back on.
0: Well, I mean, I, I'm connected to it, you know, but it's it's not unlike this situation. I don't understand the language, but I'll tell you, the music is not as fun at synagogue, and uh, <laughs> the 13 year old singing doesn't do it. No, but there's also even cultural events with the this sort of kind of a kitschy quality. It's a lot of Z's in my mind, but I guess that's I guess for some reason it just didn't lock in, unlike Conjunto music. Maybe if they did some sort of you know Conjunto Javanales, which I'm sure has been done.
2: Yeah, I'm sure that's been.
0: It's probably hacked by now with all those mexican jews yeah the, the conversos the uh the the uh the the, the latinos that found out that yeah 400 years later that they're actually jewish
2: hey i'm not alienated enough There's yeah some jew on the hop of that well no
0: the, did you know about them no That's oh pretty fascinating the ones that were the jews that were exiled during the inquisition and they came up through uh south america and through mexico and they settled in uh, yes you know,
2: wait a second are those i mean and i'm not making a joke about what you just said but i heard that people who have z's at the end of their name uh, ha- come from that heritage maybe but what they found was these uh, smaller churches in new mexico
0: that were had integrated you know sort of sabbath candle lighting ceremonies huh. uh, into and they had no idea it was just some sort of unique take on catholicism or some ritual that they didn't have a history to but it turns out that many of them come their their heritage was that they come from a family that was uh, that ran away from the Inquisition, a Spanish Jewish family. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting. My facts are probably fucked, but I'm glad we got some clarity on the Conjunto stuff. So now we're gonna go to this barbecue place. I think it's worth the trip, man, to shove fucking meat in our face. After I just ate a brisket.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go into a meat coma shortly after eating, which will be good for the show, which starts about an hour after we get back. No, I think
0: we'll. I, I think we can get there by four. Maybe shovel some shit into our face by 4.30 and be back by 5, 5.30. That That'll give us, like, a couple hours. Yeah. The process to me.
2: Can I sleep on your extra bed?
0: Yeah. You can for a little while. <laughs> then i got to leave. Yeah, not all night, though. And then it's, yeah, I just can't. You know, I hear you breathing over there. It fucks me up. I'll hang out right. in the lobby. Per- it's not the person.
2: No, I'll just hang out in the lobby again. That's better. Maybe maybe you always, can... always making me hang out in the lobby. Yeah, maybe if you can nap in the
0: lobby. <laughs> That'd be more appropriate. <laughs> Alright, back in the car. Dude, I don't, I don't know about whatever happened last night.
2: The the food? The massacre?
0: I've never seen anything like that in my life.
2: You know, in um alien movies when they find the eggs? Yeah. They're pulsating and undulating. It had a similar look to it. Yeah,
0: it was fucking horrendous. After the barbecue, we go... The barbecue, first of all... I didn't realize when I from from where I was standing when we came into the barbecue place to when he opened up the pit and he gave us a choice of meat as you know I knew I wanted one of those pork chops and then you know we wanted some brisket so he he put the knife down he said this much and I'm like nah a little more Mm. but I had no perspective and then we get to the table and that pork chop looked it must have been like five pounds Is that possible?
2: It got bigger from the time they gave it to us.
0: And the brisket was, like, there was, that was so good, though. I mean, I wish I'd gotten more brisket, but the pork chop was challenging. Free beans, that was a good deal.
2: Yeah, a little bit of, they had a lot of free sides, and... Bread, that was good. I think it was just a
0: classic case of uh, eyes bigger than your stomach. I don't know, man. I just never, if a barbecue guy says here, just say yeah. Don't go no more. You gotta trust the barbecue man. I think that's what we learned yesterday. I haven't gone to the bathroom yet, and after that, I don't know if I should bring that up. But look, <laughs> so then last night we do the shows, yeah. and we go to this place, Chacho's, and Chaluchis. Chaluches, yeah. That and the it's this huge fucking place. It's it's a Mexican slash Italian idea. It seems to be incomplete in its structure. It's a, you know it's a two story thing, and they have a playground for
2: grown ups or it's a playscape for adults. Is that how they're marketing it? Yeah, they they give you margaritas and then send you off into this playscape. That I don't know, man. But but Jay
0: asked us or asked me, "Do you want nachos?" I'm like, I might eat a few. I'm not that hungry. And then and then all of a sudden, I got a taco. We all go sit down. There's how many of us? Six. About six, yeah. And about twenty minutes later, he brings out this mound of nachos that was the size. Of a tire.
2: Yeah, it was bigger than a wedding cake.
0: It was horrendous. It was uh, it was fucking two in the morning, man.
2: I picked it up. It was it was at least fifteen pounds if it was a, a pound. I felt so fucked up last night, and I don't get
0: fucked up. you know, And now, like there I was in my hotel room, tossing and turning with a face full of Mexican nacho disaster. I mean, it was, it was, you know, look, it's just a late-night place in a certain neighborhood. I don't think we need to judge it. But all I know is that, you know what the fucked-up thing about those nachos was? It was like one side had white cheese, the other side had yellow cheese. Uh-huh. There, was, there was shredded chicken, there was chicken fajitas, there was meat fajitas, and then there was ground meat and beans, and there was a, a, a shell of guacamole, and then there was, in the center of it, on top of this volcano of nachos, there was a bowl of queso, and then
2: some sour cream. Wow, I, you know what's fucked up about it, though? It was good. Oh, no, yeah, that's the weird thing. Everything about that place was better than it looked. I, the
0: food was good. The nachos were good. I think we rose to challenge. Yeah, I, it's one of I those things bad, where though. you
2: feel bad trying to eat it, and you feel bad not finishing it, but you'd feel worse.
0: Well, I think I'm in mean, one of those places now. We're going to go to the Alamo. I don't know if it's open or what, but I think,
2: you know, I don't know. Well, you're a white guy. You could probably get in.
0: What does that even mean? No. Oh, I get it. Ah, <laughs> they still go by the old rules, huh? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Do you have any idea what happened there? Because I'm not, you know, historical stuff. I know there was a, I talked about it last night. There were The people on the inside had one kind of hat. And the people on the outside <laughs> yeah. had another kind of hat. And uh, they went at it. And there was only like one or two hats left, right?
2: Yeah, there was... I think everybody... I heard there's some rumor that one of the guys who's a historical Texas figure dressed up like a woman to escape. Like, they... He put on a dress. Do you and know like, his name? I, I can't remember. It might Is it been, like, like Sam Houston or da- Daniel Boone? Daniel Boone or one of those guys. Cross-dressed to get out. Yeah, that's a different story. That's. I feel like that's what we had to do last night to get out of that.
0: What <laughs> oh, to get out of chaluchis? Chaluchis and chachos. Yeah, that it was. It, the place smelled like disinfectant. It, and the entire it was just. Uh, it was like one of those things where you know when sort of
2: where developers build something too big and they run out of money to finish it. Yeah, that yeah. That was that room we were in. I, I know how a cat feels when you let it into a new place, and it just hides behind a couch. Yeah, we were, I, <laughs> there was no hiding with that mound no. of nachos. <laughs> that thing, I can't get out of my head. I feel like
0: we've been to Nacho Nam.
2: <laughs> yeah, you don't know what I've seen, man. <laughs> Look know, into my eyes.
0: Yeah, I'm never going to be the same, dude. Yeah. You'll never understand. <laughs> oh, man.
2: <laughs> All right, so so we don't know anything about the Alma. I don't know much other than just what was you know. I grew up in Texas, so I know that, that the history there. But we can. Get but
0: being to... that you're you're, where's your um,
2: your mom from? Uh, well, she was actually born in Texas, but she's not Dallas. Mexican. She's Mexican, yeah. And my, your dad? My dad's white. It's weird because my last name's Melendez. So, so d- d- this the Alamo
0: sort of would do. You, do you feel some analogy to the turmoil inside of you that maybe at the out Al- that maybe the Alamo could represent?
2: That was about things trying to get in. Yeah, and I now things, I just feel like things are trying to get out. So, <laughs> you mean Mexican? I'm not defending. Yeah, well, I meant just like yeah. If there was an alley, if we're gonna.
0: <laughs> you mean the metaphor? Yeah, right? yeah. I wasn't going explicitly. Yeah, yeah. Saying. All right. Well, let's go see if we can figure it out. That show. I think that show last night was pretty fun. I like. Like, that guy with the beard, you know, became sort of a theme in the show. And The Wizard. You, the Wizard, yeah. And you were riffing. Like, I just... It, I like when crowd work becomes something other than, you know, just insulting the audience. And it sort of weaves into this thing that becomes the set. And you can go in and out of your material. And your material grows with the crowd work. And then everybody
2: in the room, they get so excited. Yeah, because they're, they're getting to see that experience. Like, they, there's a part of them that knows that this isn't canned. It's something, Right. They had to be there to see that. And, and you know what's weird is that I think so many, I don't know how many comics do it, but I,
0: I, I get the feeling that a lot of comics, given a certain situation, will just plow through as opposed to sort of make it
2: real. Yeah, there's, well, I mean, I can't, I can't do that either because uh, there's got to be a certain level of honesty. I can't do it either. I get aggravated.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, li- I literally, I'll be, rest- I'll feel like I'm in prison in myself.
2: Yeah, like, and then, like I'll be like, I gotta bust out of this, even if it sucks. And then you know everybody else knows about it. It's it's an awkward moment that you're trying to deny, and then and then your material becomes more, like feels false, I suppose, in that scenario. Well, it just feels it feels like a job,
0: dude. I mean, it feels like, like, um, well, you know, sometimes you'll do a show and you'll realize you're pretty good at acting like you don't give a shit, but you know you realize that this is the level it's going to be. Yeah. I'm I'm not going to transcend this. You know what I mean? Yeah. That we're stuck here for some reason. Like, that happened, I think, on Friday night for both of us, first show. Can't get out of the gear. Well, right. You know, because I'm not going to elevate them anymore. There's nothing I can do other than, you know, scream and yell. Like, w- at that moment, though, what I used to do is fucking ditch the set. I mean, like, you know, get mad at them, just fucking suck it up, and see how much laughter I could get out of just fucking losing it.
2: And then you would, did you, would you pull out a closer at some point? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how, how would that go? <laughs>
0: but after you've just like, made the girl in the front row cry? Yeah. And and people are like, you're a dick. And, and then, you're like, here comes my cock. <laughs> <laughs> my closers, are, like, I want it to be stronger. I think i got to sell it harder. I don't really believe in closers, but it, they kind of expect it. I mean, you don't either, apparently.
2: Yeah. think <laughs> Well, there, I, you know, I, I don't like to tell people that life ends in a good, you know, with a fancy bow on it sometimes. Well, it's,
0: it's not. doesn't have to be a fancy
2: bow. You know, it's for me to say, like, I know what you guys need at the end of the show, sometimes feels it doesn't feel real. I brought back a couple of jokes that I, I, I had forgotten were really good. I always get this wrong
0: idea that so many of the people that listen to the podcast have not seen my stand-up. I think they actually show up wondering whether or not I can do it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, like, I can do jokes that are great jokes from before.
2: Well, I do you, you had there was a guy in the back I was watching last night. He was this big like Latino dude, yeah. and he was kind of stone faced. And then you started hitting the relationship stuff, and that the Tourette's bit. He like doubled over and just like you, you guys had a connection. Oh really? Yeah, it was nice. I love when I cross cultural boundaries. <laughs> That's
0: completely antithetical to what the Alamo is about.
2: Yeah, yeah. Gotta, that
0: was about that was about uh, breaking down walls, my friend. You
2: gotta let the right ones in, letting
0: them in. Yeah, but uh, but it was a uh, it was pretty fun last night. That second show. Like, tonight's a fuck-off night.
2: Yeah, we've already made
0: our money. We've made our money, and I don't anticipate a large crowd. So maybe we should try some new shit. Maybe we should do that that Osama Bin Laden chunk where I say he wasn't such a bad guy. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be a new t-shirt, right? I tried to do that joke twice about the speech. uh, Obama gave the speech about killing Bin Laden. I tweeted that... uh, that it was an amazing speech and I thought he did a really good job at making nine eleven his own.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Christ. Yeah. They just, and people literally were like, I don't get this. I don't think he phrased this properly. Did you make a mistake in how you wrote this? No. But, uh what are we listening to now? This is a very odd mixtape. Sorry, it's uh, some 80s. Do you do, now let me ask you a question be honest with me because I know you're very you know, you're watching the clock, the ages, you know, the image and stuff. Sure. Yeah. Do you act when you make a mixtape for yourself? Do you put things on there just to make people go, "Wow, this is an interesting choice." I mean, does this represent you somehow? Do you make choices to to put songs on mixtapes that you you just think will be impressive in some weird way? I mean, to like when people? I'm
2: making them, I have an image of me and you sitting in the car. Or anybody times. in the car. No, I because like I don't. I try not to have people in my car.
0: Yeah, I can understand that. <laughs> there's not much room for people in your car so.
2: I picked this up from the uh, hotel a little while ago they, I valet parked it and they, the guy comes out and it's the 93 Tercel mixed with like a BMW Alexis and then he puts it in idle and the engine starts revving really high I had to get in immediately and turn it off I was so embarrassed because I had to sit there just in my in my car of, of you know no shame yeah yeah the shame mobile <laughs> yeah this is oh god Wait, why
0: was it revving? Is it fucked
2: up? Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's just not. A, it was it grew up on a farm. This car did. The car did. Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, the guy I bought it from. There's like hornets in the back. Like there's dead bugs in there that I never got out.
0: of. You mean it was just sitting there on a farm?
2: Yeah. Like I had. I had to change the oil three times really quick because the uh, it was just so dusty and dirty. It's so funny, dudes. The, the
0: road cars. Like I've had cars in my life that were. It's been a long time since I've had a car that I lived in. But uh, this looks pretty close. Yeah. I mean, I, like now I don't keep anything in my car. Like people get in my car and they're like, is this a fucking rental? I'm like, I don't want to make this
2: important. This car kind of represents the person I'd like to date. Does in that what me? way? Just because it, it's not better than me. <laughs> Yet it's full of your shit? Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it yeah, sounds you get perfect. It. Yeah, I get it. All right, now okay. Let's try to find the Alamo. It right. shouldn't be hard, right? No, nah, there's a big sign right there. Oh, there's a sign. The Alamo. Right. But I just searched it on my phone, and I got Alamo Cleaners, Alamo Garage, Alamo Car Sales, Alamo draft House. Yeah, and I could not figure out how to phrase it to find the actual Alamo. Alamo
2: Monument? No. Well, no, that didn't work.
0: Yep. Oh, fuck! This is it. This is downtown. Oh, Alamo Dome. Is that what it's called? That's where the the Spurs play, I believe. No, that's not it. That's not what we're looking for. I remember it not being that impressive from the outside. The Alamo? Yeah. Well, they didn't have great architecture. Well, I mean, it was for them. It was a fort, right? I mean, you know how it was a mission, but, right? All right,
2: it started out as like a mission and
0: then we have no idea. It became fortified. We have no fucking idea. I don't know. This is supposed to be important. You're from Texas, for fuck's sake. I mean, you know this is important. I didn't see the movie. I know Sam Houston was involved. Daniel Boone was it or Davy Crockett? Davy? Yeah, both of them were. Daniel I, Boone was there too. I believe so. I think so everybody... there were there were two Coonskin Caps there. Yeah,
2: and they all died. All the it,
0: hats? Yeah, everybody, everybody in there died. Really? Didn't one guy live?
2: Uh I don't know.
0: How did they? Well, how did they stop the Mexicans from getting in if everyone died? Oh, they I? no,
2: they they died. Everybody died there. It was a couple days later when they uh when the the Texans or the Americans or whoever it was attacked Santa Ana while he was sleeping. They had a siesta.
0: Oh, they took a nap. They really they really do that, huh? No yeah. No matter what's going yeah, on. Yeah, they nap yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> Come on.
2: No, I, I swear to God, they're like possums. <laughs> and
0: then didn't the American troops show up and there were a bunch of, like, you know, uh, starved Jews? Oh, wait, that's a different thing. That, yeah, was, that's a, that was Auschwitz. Right. Not, it's an A word. <laughs> no.
2: Fuck. Is, yeah, let's let's go into the Alamo with a healthy outlook on ethnic cleansing. and. I don't think it was an ethnic cleansing thing, though. Wasn't it just
0: a territory thing? Yeah. But it was, was it that, that Texas was trying to establish itself as a state? Yeah, right?
2: I think so. I think they... I love speculative history. I don't know I mean they were a republic for a while they're one of the from what I understand there's a weird pride in Texas where the facts don't matter and that's something that's something that's America that's American politics
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Texas is really a good representation of America what are you doing parking here
2: yeah it says Alamo parking but 10 I mean, bucks yeah what do you th- I mean I don't have any cash on me oh so you're asking me to- <laughs> alright I get how this works <laughs> I, yeah we can park here shake down the white man for some more yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sure you need anything else uh, just uh, you want me to meet you back later you need to take a nap <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's put batteries let's see if in we can this, find thing. this place. All right, so here we are. We're in the Alamo, outside in the courtyard. Is it the courtyard of the Alamo? Where are we? What is this? It's I think like we're
2: about. kind of in the main entry area. This area right mm-hmm. here. The courtyard oh. is this back here. So That's we, a hell of a backyard. Yeah, we came in through there, the front doors, which leads into a another area and then to the biggest area
0: wait so you think we're in the center
2: I think we're no I think we we're, yeah we're in there.
0: what's that big park area back right there? there
2: I think that's uh, that's
0: now the River Center Mall <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah no. that, there's, a, there's a weird sort of like non reverence to this place for me
0: for but it, like you brought up something I didn't realize that the, te- that the Texans lost
2: yeah you know what, this is the um, there was a place where I grew up that was called Taco USA and it had the that same, was the
0: actual name of the place
2: yeah it had the same facade oh, just- to it
0: this is the Long Barrack, the oldest building center has built in seventeen twenty four, as a convento, a residence for priests. It was originally part of the Mission San Antonio de Valero, known as the Alamo. And since nineteen oh five a shrine and museum maintained by the daughters of the Republic of Texas. Wow, I'd like to meet some of them. <laughs> okay. All right. And uh, there's a hell of a tree out here. Could use some pruning, but it looks like they're not into that. Trees are not supposed to grow all the way out till these branches hit the ground.
2: It's probably it's probably protected by the state, this tree.
0: Yeah. Probably. There's a
2: well next to it.
0: Yeah, that's the Alamo well. That plays into the story somehow. This is the well where people who lived at the Alamo over the course of history drank water from. I made that up.
2: I like it, but I mean, that's, you, you have the official quality. They probably give tour guy <laughs> uh, tours. You can say whatever you want.
0: <laughs> okay, let's try it. This tree was planted by Sam Houston. Uh, it
2: was planted on the grave of his father.
0: No, like, how about this? This tree was planted by Sam Houston the day of the battle when he realized that things weren't going well. He stuck a seed in the ground and peed on it.
2: <laughs> and then sat sat at the base of the tree for the next five and, years.
0: Right. and then uh, But a lot of people don't realize that uh, that, that was called Texas pea and it, that sort of evolved into Texas tea, which is a popular drink. Yeah.
2: Isn't it? Does that make uh, that up? What's Texas tea? Isn't that oil? Wait. black. Oh, oil, that's Texas oil, right. No, yeah. that, no, fuck, that doesn't work. But I know that because of the clampets. I mean, not so much for me. Were they Texans? No, I think they were just hillbillies. But Oh, so they had nothing to do with Texas. So
0: Texas tea, though, but that's oil, so it doesn't... Ah, eh, fuck. All right, well, my made-up history didn't work.
2: You know, you try these things. You know, there's no reason not to try them. Maybe we could get some people to follow us in a sort of a conga line of ignorance. Uh, we could have stayed home and just looked <coughs> up uh, Wikipedia. But we're here, dude. I know, but it's outdoors. It's kind of weird. To learn outdoors from yeah. reading? Yeah, sun's on things. I agree with you. What if you uh, tweeted all this? Like, what if your Twitter existed back then? Yeah.
0: As it was happening? Live yeah. tweeting the Alamo siege?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Just imagine how history would have been. Re- like, <laughs> We're fucked. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. these guys are heroes because we didn't know them. I had no idea that they lost. Yeah, yeah, that's been the... Uh, but the, there was a strength they showed, their integrity of sticking around. And, like, one guy left. They all, they all decided to, like, not to die together. Moses left? Yeah, Moses rose.
0: Is he uh, a mythic leaver?
2: I don't know. I've never actually heard that name. I mean, it's not like a exactly.
0: Name. That's what I'm saying. He's like uh, maybe he's the pussy of the situation.
2: But now they have the Crockett Hotel right there.
0: It looks old too. Yeah, I think there's some dirty business that's gone on in the Crockett Hotel.
2: Yeah, like that's where Sid Vicious would have you know been <laughs> if he had been to Texas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Sid and what was her name? Nancy. Oh yeah. How could I forget that? Sid and Nancy <laughs> at the Crockett Hotel. He's just like because the Alamo is so fucking cool in rock and roll history. Yeah. I, I believe that uh, this is a fine cactus garden here. I'm very uh, aware of that because I have a, a cactus garden myself. Um, but look, this is very nice. That's a barrel cactus. Yeah, they take some care sort of, this. of prickly pear. Very nice. We maintained the Crockett Hotel. Right? Didn't Ozzy Osbourne piss on the wall of the Alamo?
2: Yeah, I believe so. And then he got arrested. I don't know. Maybe. No,
0: I heard that. But you know, but he was here for the battle. I think I.
2: <laughs> that explains a lot. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Ozzy was here. let go. Don't you think we should go into the mission? I mean, this is the whole thing, right? I'm not
2: saying it's disappointing. I mean, it's nice. We should go to the basement and find a uh, Pee Wee's bike. Is that where it is? Yeah, he was. Uh, he was looking for his bicycle. They told him it was in the basement of the Alamo, and then he gets here and there's no basement, and everybody starts laughing at him, and he runs off.
0: Oh, so there's no basement? There is no basement. Yeah, because like nine people tweeted, "I need to go to the basement of the Alamo." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I man. was fucking excited about it. I thought, like, fuck, is there some sort of weird uh, crypt? Uh, your fans or, or something else. Or a shrine with the the head of Crockett? Crockett's Head. That's the name for a band. So there's a lot of things leading up to this, folks. If you want to know more about it, I suggest you perhaps wiki Alamo, because clearly uh, we're, we're not in any position to guide you through this
2: it's a strange feeling though because we're actually at the place and i feel like wikipedia i probably could have learned more and not not had to spend money on gas i know but we're out in the world look you know what
0: the elmo can't defend itself against whatever's going on out here tourism <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> the elmo the elmo loses every
2: day yeah those those people who storm this place have eventually just turned into like <laughs> into that. yeah nice yeah <laughs> <laughs> Did you want to
0: you ex- uh, expand on that? or <laughs> Yeah? It's pretty big. Yeah. You've said enough? Did he just walk by and go, cock? <laughs> yeah.
2: But, I mean, it, it kind of makes sense what we were just saying. You know yeah. what's
0: interesting is he's with his kids, and, and that was dad who just saw me and Lucas with microphones. He's the cool dad, though. I, is that cool? Yeah, he's the one and, who takes each other. And says cock in front of the Alamo? Two, yeah, these, two guys with microphones?
2: They go into the boys' town later, probably.
0: I can't believe the variations of Bieber hair that's uh, on display. The Bieber hair, yeah, from uh, people who are out and about. I'm still trying to process the fact that David Bowie was here.
2: Well, look at this guy. This guy's now getting photos. He looks like he's in a uh, like he's the lead singer of a karaoke kind of or a bowler, maybe he bowls. He's the guy that's like
0: always assumes, uh, you know, the the lead position, but is just a complete buffoon. Yeah, you
2: can break him pretty quick if you if you know how to I, I, get I, to him.
0: Yeah, he's broken. Yeah, yeah. he's already broken. I, I broke him by expanding, you know I asked him to expand on. Yeah, he's already cowering away. He's like yeah. a turtle's head, just yeah. b- backing
2: off. <laughs> yeah, like his cock. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh come on. You, man. He said, yeah,
2: he said you want to expand on that. He's like it's already big enough. Yeah, is that what he said? Yeah. Oh, that was clever. Yeah. He's, well, maybe he's a good guy.
0: Well, I I'm. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that that was pretty funny. Yeah. He's so, gonna be at
2: the show tonight. He's that's the kind of heckler you. Well, we should ask him
0: for. to come to the show tonight. Yeah. There's the Alamo yeah. Ranger. Hi.
2: Now, I don't know if we should go into the mission or what do we were we in there though or are we actually is it that right there yeah Maybe we could are we doing something wrong oh we're just uh, recording a,
0: a podcast it's a podcast like a radio show and uh, I host it and we go around places and we talk about it and we, we were at the uh, music festival yesterday to right today with the Alamo now as an Alamo Ranger We need a permit to talk on microphones.
1: We're
0: just recording it. From the Daughters of the Republic of Texas. All right. Well, we'll go.
2: <laughs> Sorry about that.
0: Appreciate it. How do we get hold of the Daughters of the Republic of Texas?
2: You know, part of me is like, well, you know, I am, I am half Mexican. I should be able to get in there. Because well, I, I don't,
0: I don't think he's saying that we can't go in. I think can't say. Yeah,
2: yeah, but I mean, my people took this place by force, and now I'm kind of <laughs> feeling like I need to, do, to step up. My, <laughs> do you want
0: to rush the Texas Ranger?
2: I don't know. I mean, they did win eventually, so I'm not. Gonna, I know. Yeah, better. Uh-huh. I've, I've learned from history. Maybe that's what the me- lesson was today.
0: I don't know what the lesson was, but I have a natural aversion to authority, and, and I wanted to explain himself more.
2: Well, it, yeah, he was. He eyeballed us, right? And then he kind of stepped in as if like he expected us to know we were doing something wrong well yeah that you know how
0: would we know that this is a free world like is he gonna come bother us here too across the street yeah we're
2: almost daring him this fucking
0: with his goddamn cowboy hat alamo ranger he's just a he's just a daughters of the republic of texas bitch that's what he is he probably
2: drives a centra it's his secret shame. I mean,
0: nah, he probably drives a truck. I bet you he come back over here. Look, now he's calling, fucking calling back up.
2: Yeah, he's like, all right, we got two troublemakers Now what, are they going the confinsic-
0: to confiscate something?
2: He's, he's circling us, too. You know, so we need it's,
0: permission to broadcast. It's a My tactic. buddy's fucking half Mexican. God damn it. Yeah. Look at him wandering around. I pull you, that out. Huh?
2: I pull that half Mexican card yeah. out only when it's convenient.
0: Yeah. Do you actually have a card?
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a debit card with no bank.
0: Man, I'm glad we got what we got because you know that was—I didn't realize how risky it would be. It was pretty dicey in there.
2: Yeah, <laughs> having really, a, the guy yelled cock at us, and then now we've got this. A guy. A lot of shit the, went
0: down, man. This guy's on the horn. He's definitely on the horn, but he's not on the walkie, so that could be
2: a you know a home call. He's probably calling in to see what he should do, like, yeah. how he should proceed with the. Because um, I mean, are we technically? We're we're on the street. This is public property. Right? I
0: don't know. We might be on the Alamo grounds. Maybe he's calling the Daughters' Republic of Texas. The Daughters like, of the Republic of Texas. They're gonna come down in a bus. Oh, uh, no, they're
2: gonna be like this again, whatever his name is.
0: Yeah. Lloyd. Oh, man. See these microphones. Like, when I did the Creation Museum, I stashed this. But I didn't think this was gonna be as dicey. I had more trouble here than the Creation Museum. Well, this I mean, is American there's history. A more,
2: there's a lot more history at the other place, right? Yeah,
0: but it's made up. I feel like a lot this of this is... is h- genuine history. Yeah.
2: But I, I, it seems like... Uh, wait, there's a guy cleaning the wood. Wait, here we go.
0: I want to talk to the Daughters of the Republic of Texas. I demand to be allowed into the Alamo as an American
2: But you know what that means These what? Are, well I wonder if they're like the Sons of Anarchy Yeah you know, They just come riding in on their motorcycles and, <laughs> and shake us down it's still it's Like they're going to step on your your, your recorder
0: I just, You know the way he fucking looked at us Like we were supposed to know we were doing something wrong By talking into microphones God damn it, it's a free country This is my tape recorder My, my flash recorder,
2: digital recorder Whatever, it's mine and it makes my noises I think he's afraid of us, though, because if he is on the uh, talking about us, he's doing it from a very passive, aggressive distance.
0: Well, that's what he did before. He just, gave, he just fucking stink-eyed us, and then he came in closer and asked what we were doing.
2: You tried to talk to him, and he's like, Now, hold on. We need a permit from the Daughters of the Republic of Texas. And you, you don't just get those. You have to, like, go through a lot of red tape. I wouldn't even know where to start. Yeah, well, how do you even... Is there, like, a movement or a website? Do they have an office? It's probably inside. That's how they get you. I do want to go into the church, kind of. There's a lot of people on scooters right now. I thought those were out. Are they back? The, no, there's just two people over there. All right, fuck
0: it. Let's put the fucking equipment away and, and go into the church. And, and find out. And Well, no, let's just go in and learn what we're going to learn and walk past that fucking Alamo
2: Ranger. He's not even a Texas Ranger. That guy hasn't seen it. He's probably never had his gun out of his holster in a day. Let's go make him take his gun out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, wait, someone's singing. Is somebody singing? Something happened. Whoa, I think this is a cult leader. Jesus Christ, look at that. Let's go get that. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay, well, he's preaching. Oh, no, this is going to go up.
1: 911.
2: The
1: Bible says, Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his ways? By taking heed thereto according to thy word, thy word hath hidden mine heart. That I might not sin against thee. Why do I memorize and read my Bible? The Bible says, Wherewithal shall a young man, I know I'm not a young man, but still, wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereto according to thy word. Thy word have I hidden mine heart, that I might not sin against thee. The more Bible you've got, the better off you are, I think. In the, if you, you know, God uses the Bible to get people saved. Yeah. The Bible says that uh, by the foolishness of preaching, God's chosen to save them that believe. And the Bible says... I think
2: we're, we're in trouble, generally. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, you know what I'm, I'm realizing? Again, we're in that area that the crazy evil people are in people, when they can't get into the Alamo. Of
0: yeah. We're where was, those people now. Yeah, and the and the other dude looking at us is like uh, that, that,
2: those people right there are uh, us in five years.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of things going on out here. Yeah. Now what I want to know is let's get closer. You know, well, now we're going to get in trouble though. There's fucking three marshals now. What what I want to know is why is why this? It's okay for him to yell this fucking you know religious bullshit, and we can't re- and we can't and we can't record. Well, it is a mission. Oh shit, that's right. It's a tough crowd. Literally, no one is listening.
2: I like his heart. Maybe he should do a guest spot tonight.
0: You want to ask him? Want yeah. Him to do ten minutes? I don't think he can keep it to ten.
2: No, he's not. He doesn't have a tight ten inside of him.
0: Yeah, it looks like one of those guys who <laughs> definitely go over. He's got a big book of notes there. It's called the Bible, yeah. Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> how does that not look like you said? How
2: does that not look crazy when you're
0: doing that in public?
2: See, that's the problem with. He's got a shirt tucked in, and he's got you know. He looks presentable on all accounts, but. Then he opens his mouth. Oh, he's got a he's got a holster for his cell phone.
0: Oh, so this is just a weekend thing for him.
2: Yeah, that's weird, though. He
0: just told his wife and kids, I'm going to go uh, spread the good news. He used to go to the bathhouses, and now
2: he just comes down here. Because <laughs> he can keep his clothes on. Yeah, why do you smell like a sweaty wall?
0: <laughs> <laughs> why do you smell like cock? <laughs> just,
2: All uh, right. Now we've
0: pulled it full, full circle. I mean, I can understand how it would apply to video, but how could it apply to fucking radio
2: or whatever we're doing? Like, what, what's going to happen? What are we taking away that we couldn't make up? I, I feel like the place takes itself too seriously. I mean, it's across the street from Ripley's Believe It or Not Wax Museum. It's a tourist attraction. And just the image of it has been devalued by the fact that everything in Texas has that similar... Like, there, I've been to taco places that look like this. Right, but we can't record the real Alamo. We can't. We've come to
0: pay our fucking respects to an American historical artifact, man. a monument of the, the, the whatever it is, the, the Republic of Texas. You know, to honor it. And they tell us, fucking authority comes. You know, fuck that, man. It's all he's got, though. No, I say we go in
2: there. We we let's. I say we take the fucking Alamo, dude. All right, I do have a twitch in my spine. You do? Yeah, like I am I could probably scale the walls. Just to do it. Yeah, I, man, I, I think that'd be great if we just
0: kind of rushed it. You know what would happen? No one would notice. If we just started scaling the walls, saying, that we're too strong, two of us can take the Alamo, you're half Mexican.
2: Yeah, I, and the guy that cops over there would just kind of, well, the security guards would just probably turn a blind well, eye. Well, no, I they'd think. probably come up and go, fellas... And we go, yeah, you're right. We try. No, it was just an idea.
0: You know, it was an idea for a thing. We, we provide context to their job, at least. Well, I'll tell you, what I took away from it is, is something I always take away from things like this, is how intimate battles were. You know, like, now we're in the, in, in the, la- the world of the drone. Yeah, you had to look your in the eye. You to in the eye at this point. Yeah, yeah, like people coming. Can you imagine that? Yeah. Dude, just coming over the wall and fucking fighting them hand to hand. Yeah, and Sam Houston getting all pissed off about the Alamo and going down to the city they named after him that was called something else and just fucking killing those dudes in 18 minutes. Death used to mean something back then. Well, I'm glad we did it. I'm glad we got a little preaching in. We were reprimanded. Uh, we 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 infiltrated the Alamo with our powerful podcasting equipment. And uh, I
2: don't know. Did we learn anything? I don't know. There's a uh, snow cones across us, right right across from us. We could get. Yeah. I learned that. I I learned that they're called Raspas. What are Raspas? Is that snow cone? Yeah, I think it means that's in Spanish probably. See, I learned that. Yeah. That's a new thing for me. And I learned the uh, Daughters of the Republic of Texas are uh, people you don't want to cross.
0: Yeah, especially not with microphones. And that apparently they have the power to uh, grant permits for us to do things that we should be able to do in a free country. So what did those people die for at the Alamo, really, if their Daughters of the Republic of Texas have control over, whole, th- over my voice, Lucas, over what I can say and can't say. You know what? I mean, that is
2: bullshit. This whole place is one big ego-swinging dick affair. Yeah, no shit. This guy's making minimum wage, and he's telling us what we can and can't do. And it's not about the job. It's about us crossing him. It's not about the Alamo. The Let's wait. go
0: for I'd say we go. Uh, do you think we can find any of the daughters of the Republic of Texas on a Sunday? They're probably hidden in the basement. My, my All right, so all right, I'll do it. I'll do it. All right, you just. All right. God damn! I mean, this is difficult. All right, all right. You just. I. You. You just hold, point the mic at me. All right. It seems crazy. How you doing, folks? Uh, I think Jesus was one of the great Jewish magicians. It's been a history of Jewish magicians. Houdini was a Jew. His real name was Weiss. David Copperfield was a Jew. I don't know what I'm saying here, folks. I guess I'm saying that, okay, yeah, Jesus could walk on water. But if he fell in wearing a straitjacket, could he get out? Could he get out? I I, I want some other Jesus stuff. Hey, if you want to believe that the Flying Jew is going to come back and save you. That's on you. I'm in no position to question your beliefs because I take vitamins and I believe that they work. There's no scientific indication that they work, folks. That's right. None. If I don't take my vitamins for two days, I feel like a bad person. I think we all know what that feels like. And I feel like something horrible will happen to me. Yeah, and if that isn't dogma, I don't know what it is. Now granted, no one has ever been killed in the name of vitamins yet. I don't proselytize. I'm not here to, pro all right, maybe a little. I have heard myself say, really, no fish oil at your age? But people, that's as hard as I'm gonna push the good news today. I don't know what I'm saying, man. We're in trouble, all right? Don't look at me for fucking help because I'm talking out loud on the street. I have nothing else to do. Don't look to me with your problems. I don't think it's the right angle. No one's here, no one's coming around. Maybe I held a book or something. Hey, life is tough. Let's get something to eat. Well, that's it. That's our episode. Maybe street preaching is not my racket. Maybe I should uh, perhaps do my act on the street. Maybe I will have to do my act on the street someday, but not today. Hope you enjoyed that. Uh, as always, go to WTFPod.com for all your WTFPod needs. Kick in a few shekels. Get on the uh, subscription package. If you do the two fifty premium, I'll send you two T-shirts, a few CDs, four CDs, stickers, and you have access to some of those premium episodes from back in the day. You can do the $10 a month thing, which will you know get you a T-shirt and some stickers, or you can just kick in whatever you want. Go to WTFPod.com for that. Pick up the apps for the iPhone, the iPad, the Droid, the iPod Touch, Those are all exciting options. You can get your uh, premium episodes uh, for sale there as well. All is there at WTFPod.com. JustCoffee.coop. Let me, uh, hold on. Why not? Do I have any? Oh, man. My cup is empty. So, pal, uh, I'm hoping to shit my pants later. JustCoffee.coop, LaughSpin Magazine, LaughSpin.com. Support the people that support us. What the fuck blend? I get a little bit on the back end of that. Alright, I love you guys. Seriously. Okay, talk to you later.